Hey all, I'm Bree. And I'm Kim. We are just two women who love the Lord. We are wives, mothers, daughters, and followers of Jesus. We want to talk about anything, everything, and nothing at all as it pertains to our daily Christian lives in accordance with God's Word. In a world that seems like there is really no concrete truth, we as Christian women believe the only truth comes from God's Word. The world sees the Bible as outdated, but we see it as relevant to our daily lives and the only source of truth. We invite you to join us as we pursue Jesus and together grow to become more like Him. Welcome to Relevant and True. Hey friends, welcome to Relevant and True. It's just me today. It's Bree, and I wanted to update you on some things that have been going on. So I got this awful cough, um, didn't feel sick, nothing like that, um, but just this horrible cough that I've been dealing with for weeks. So we recorded weeks in advance to make sure that we had cushion for instances like this. And then we're getting ready for school and then we're getting um, ready for trips and all these things between Kim and I. And so the weeks have flown by. And we have not been able to record. And my cough is still there. And so I'm going to edit it out of this mini episode. But there have just been so many things going on and in our lives and in our minds and things that the Lord is really kind of breaking down with us. And so I thought I would just share a little bit today of things that um, we're talking about with our kids and things that my husband and I are dealing with in our business and in just making decisions in life. And, you know, you come to this point um, as a Christian and and it takes a really long time. Um, I think if I'm doing the math correctly, um, I've been a believer for, you know, over 20 years now, I think 22 years. Um, And it just seems like the more you you actively seek the Lord. And the more you actively hope that your will be changed and bend to his will, the more you realize life is easier. And it's not easier in the sense that you get what you want. And it's not easier in a sense that you are able to be successful or, um, you know, not struggle or not have people in, in circumstances socially, um, where it could be hard. That's definitely not the case. But I think that when you go through those really hard times and those struggles, you realize I've been praying for my will to align with his. And so I can endure this too, because this is happening or being allowed to happen in my life and he is okay with it. And so he's going to get me through it. If it is in my life, then I can, I can deal with this. And so it really strengthens your reliance on the Lord and it really strengthens, um, your daily walk. And one thing that I've noticed is when I get anxious, um, in my day to day, I realize my husband's really good at pointing this out for me too, but, um, I realize that I am not walking with the Lord right now, like talking in my head, relying, thinking, praying, you know, the, my foundation in my life is strong because it has been built on his word and, and, um, and, and what he has taught me. So like, there's a strong foundation there, but sometimes 
the materials that we put on top of the foundation or we allow to come into our life um, or distract us from his word and his will in our life and prayer, definitely prayer specifically for me, when we allow that to have other things distract us, then we start to see it in our daily life. And for me, it's anxiety. For me, it's, um, you know, reacting emotionally. Um, and not just having peace and comfort and knowing that it's going to be okay. Like I know that when I am in God's word, I'm doing my devotional, I'm praying more. Um, I know that my response is usually like, okay, well that sucks, but I know it's going to be okay. Um, I know the Lord will see us through it. I know that his will is, is better than mine. Like that would be my automatic response. And when I'm not in his word and when I'm not understanding what scripture is saying, and I'm not at church and under pastoral teaching or in a Bible study or something like that, like my responses are much more, um, emotional in that, ah, this is horrible. You know, I mean, it sounds dramatic, but it's true. Like my, my responses are, are much more dramatic. And so this morning it was just like, okay, um, woke up so tired. We had this really amazing birthday party, surprise party for my mother-in-law this weekend. And all her friends from Tennessee came and Jesse put together this amazing video with friends and family in other areas of the country and um and just like really wanted to show her how much we loved her and um like my family came and helped and like it was just a really amazing time of coming together to show one person how much they mean to us and and how how much they mean to so many other people and just really um showing her love and so um we're tired. We had family in town, you know, like getting kids off to school. I now have two high schoolers. Like life is a whirlwind and lots is happening. And yet there's, it's so easy to be distracted. Even though these are really good things, it's so easy to be distracted and not rooted in truth on a daily basis. And so I realized that, um, the other day. And so got up and I was studying, but this morning I was getting the kids, you know, kind of breakfast on the table and like trying to be like, I'm leading men now, right? Like I'm not leading them. My husband's leading them, but you know, I'm right there and um, making sure I'm not the annoying mom asking all the annoying questions because I'm definitely that mom. And um, so I didn't get my quiet time in because I'm so tired, but afterwards and later it's like, gosh, I have all this stuff to do and okay, I'm going to just squeeze it in, right? Like I'm just going to squeeze God in. It's so silly. And I realize I'm like, I am doing this way more often than I want. And that's not the relationship that I want with the Lord. And I've got to figure out how to change that. And so I love when I go to my um, devotionals and it aligns so much with what I am feeling or thinking or desiring in my life. And so this one was all about like the early church. Um, It's in Acts 5. So my devotional kind of studies like a portion of scripture for a few days and kind of drills home like these different um, subjects and how and who God is, but also in like how we can follow him. And so Acts is, of course, all about the early church and um, how the gospel spread throughout the world and all these really great things. And so it talks about how 
It says, the question we believers need to ask ourselves is whether people are getting a glimpse of God through us. That's not an issue of success in a problem-free life. It's a question of whether we are experiencing God wherever we are, even when deeply in need. If we are fulfilled by God, people hungry for fulfillment are more likely to eventually notice. And um, I think this is the thing where I'm like, oh my goodness, this is the biggest difference between where we are as a church, who Christians and the world. And yet, I don't know about you, I have a lot of believers and Christians in my life that fit this, that... um There's something just about them that you want to be around. I want to be that person. I want to attract people towards me, not for me, but so that they could get a glimpse of who God is and who Jesus is. And so we can't do that without prayer, without God's word, without truly have a relationship with him because it's the Holy Spirit in us that attracts people. It is nothing to do with us. And it has nothing to do with the things that we do. I hear people say sometimes like, oh, I have to be better. I need to work harder. I need to do this and that. And yeah, you do. We have to choose. Every time we make a decision that is a righteous, holy decision, that is one that that aligns with God, then our Holy Spirit gets to like, not our Holy Spirit, God's Holy Spirit within us gets to take up more space, right? Because we're choosing him. That that muscle gets bigger. And then every time we choose the world, we watch a show that we shouldn't be watching or a movie or um, putting him aside and making him second to the world. That muscle gets bigger. That worldly mindset gets bigger. And so our decisions are guided more by that than they are by righteous and holy things that the Lord would lead us to. More in our life now than ever, we are put in a place to choose not only how to think, but how to live. And the world will think continuously that the Christian is different and weird. And some people might be attracted to it because we should have more hope we should have more faith. We should speak different. We should walk different in, in a sense of like not, you know, being lazy. We should, um, take care of our bodies, you know, all these different things. We're not going to be perfect at all of them, but we should have trust and hope and be brave and be strong because these are the things that God calls us to. These are the things that God gives us to function in our lives. And so I just thought, like, are we even doing that? Am I even doing that? And when I'm making decisions on where I'm going to spend my time, um, am I making decisions based on things that are valuable in the world? Or am I making decisions that maybe don't actually make sense? but God is pulling me and calling me towards these things. And so that is like, I don't have an answer for that because I feel like, you know, it's a day-to-day process and really like discovering. And I feel like I've been in this journey of knowing um, where God is calling me uh, every every day for the past, like almost a year. Um, so, you know, it's 
I don't really have like exact answers, but the answer really is Jesus. You know, in this instance, the answer is just go to Jesus and not what your idea of Jesus is, but in God's word, who is Jesus, who is God, who's Holy Spirit. Like they are three in one. It is one God. And yet, so they do different things in our lives and fill different voids and, um, and God chooses to live inside of us. Like no other God in religion does that. Um, it doesn't make us God, but it makes us more like him. And that is so incredibly cool and powerful. And so I would just encourage you today to read the Bible, pick Psalms. If you know, I, I find if you're going through a really hard time, um, this is what they say. I have a hard time with Psalms because I'm not like a, uh, I'm not really good with like interpreting poetry and songs and write like that's just not how I naturally um go and yet I'm finding so much when I when I studied the whole bible last year finding the realness of psalms in that david who was being chased by Saul and his army was writing the psalm of just deep dependence on the lord you know and and just trust and faith and didn't have it, but was asking for it. And, um, and in doing it, he, he, he gets it right. He gets the trust, he gets the faith, he gets the hope. And so once I could understand the full picture of what was happening in the Psalms, they became so much more real to me and so much more, um, understandable. And so if you're going through a hard time, start there. If you're not sure really who Jesus is, or, you say you know who Jesus is, and yet you haven't read the Bible or the Gospels, then start in John, um, an easy book to read and understand who Jesus really is and, and God as love and um, just, you know, knowing that he's not all only love, but he's so much more. And so I would just encourage everyone to read daily, whether it's one chapter or one book or, you know, whatever you have time for, just read and understand and study um, the Bible, not just books about the Bible, but the actual Bible and pray that God opens up your mind and your eyes to who he is um, each and every day and spend time with him. Because of that, sit in quiet I find myself, um, you know, I love podcasts, but I find myself doing laundry instead of listening to something, just sitting, allowing, you know, my thoughts to go or, or not, and just being still, um, folding laundry and not having input into my head. Um, I cherish those times really because they're so few and far between, especially in our world. So, um, create space in your life for God. And see what he's going to do with it and journal in, in what he has done so that you don't forget. It's so easy to forget. We know through scripture that humans forget from the very beginning of time to the fall to the exodus of Israel leaving Egypt um, to God giving them everything that they need, making promises and delivering and yet forgetting every single time that God is who he says that he is and that he will do what he says he will do. 
And um, in a time where we are just in a lot of unknown and, you know, there's just a, there's just a feel. My, my cousin told me this the other day. She's like, there's just a feeling in the the air that something is might happen or there's a shift. There's a change. Like people know it, but they don't know how to articulate it or what to do with it. And see, the thing about it is that like, when you know Jesus, you know what happens in the end, you know, what's coming. We don't know when even Jesus doesn't know when. Um, the rapture will take place, but we do know what God says about it. And so we can trust when times seem crazy and the world just seems more and more evil every day. It seems like there's something else where I'm blown away by the evil that we're presented with and, and is said that it is okay in the world, right? Um, when we see that, it's like we can trust because we can have peace because he says that he is in control. God is the creator of all things. He is outside of time. He knows that, you know, Satan is, is real, but he knows that he is under his feet. God is bigger. He is bigger than anything that you think is too big for you or too big for the future of your life. He is bigger than all those things. And so if we trust that, if we truly know that and understand that, why are we afraid? Why are we nervous about what's going to happen in the future when we know who writes the future? We know who's in control of the future. So my friends, I just ask in this, in this shorter episode, all by myself, I hope you enjoyed it, but I hope that you just pray right now for God to show you your next step, for God to show you how to give you peace when it might not seem so peaceful in your life. Um, I pray for you. So I'm just going to do that now and then we'll sign off and uh, hopefully we'll have a new episode next week. Um, but I just cherish each and every single one of you and I'm so grateful for uh, you listening in and following and your feedback and, um, and all that you are. And I, I don't know if we've ever said this, but we have an email, um, that you are more than welcome to email us. And it is relevant and true at gmail.com. Relevant and true at gmail.com. You are more than welcome to email me or Kim. Um, Kim's on vacation with her sweet family this week and so happy for her to have this peace and um, time of restoration in nature and before that they start school. And so thankful I got through this whole time without a cough. That's amazing. So I'm going to cut it short before I start coughing. But Lord, we just thank you so much. I thank you so much for each ear that hears uh, this short message. I thank you for your word and your promises that always come true. Lord, you are the creator of the universe. You, everything that's in this world, everything that is being talked about, everything, you are in control. You are the creator of all things. You are the creator of us. You created us in your image. Even those that don't love you, Lord, even those that don't follow you, even those that deny you or hate you. You created in your image. And I pray, Lord, for deliverance of those people. I pray for salvation and for you to do a mighty work in their lives, that you take the scales from their eyes, that you open up their hearts good and show them the evil that they may be aligning with. 
And Lord, I just pray that, you know, in instances when we do that, when we make the choice to align with things that are not of you, that you correct us, that you show us quickly and without any question who you are and what we're doing and how we need to stop. Lord, just bring us back to you. Lord, we love you. And I'm just so grateful for continued reminders of who you are, even if I'm not walking faithfully with you or walking obedient and being in your word, you're always there. You're always waiting for me to open my eyes and go, oh gosh, time is flying by and I'm not spending time with you. What a horrible friend or daughter. But there is no guilt and there's no condemnation because you say that. Because you say that my sin and when I repent is as far as the east is from the west. That when my heart is aligned with yours, you give us what we want because it is your will. I'm so thankful, Lord, of who you are and who you always will be because your promises always come true. Lord, thank you for this time. Thank you for protecting our um, technology and also for protecting my voice. And um I am so grateful for all that you do. I pray for each person that listens to this, that their day is blessed, that they see more of you today, that they spend time with you in your word, listening to worship music and knowing more of who you are. I pray for their families, that you put a hedge of protection around each and every single one of them, that whatever hard decisions that they have to face um, now or in the upcoming future, which is probably all of us, um, that you just show us your will in like the neon sign kind of way, Lord. Close any doors that should never be open. Slam them shut in our faces, Lord. And um, just protect each family away from evil and show them good and um, continue to show them who you are. We love you, Lord. We say these things in your son's name. 